All right, we have started. We are here live. I'm peeling the banana with my special guest, Malachi. Flash the kid, Mitchell. How we doing, my man? What is popping, Breland? I'm doing all right. You know how it is. Just living life great, trying to continue to be great, do great things. Man, you're looking a little slow right now to be the fastest, fastest player in banana ball. You're not lying. I am a little slow, but that is because I got that. Wendy's orange hot C in me ain't nothing but a whole bunch of hot fructose corn syrup, but it is the best drink on the planet. The only people that beat Wendy's orange hot C is McDonald's orange hot C. Oh, we got Mickey D and Wendy competition going on. Getting you that oh, extra yeah. high fructose corn syrup. Getting, It'll get are you, are you getting ready to play oh, some games eventually tonight? Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to hop on the war zone, hop on the Fortnite, whatever it takes, whatever the dubs are at, I'm going. What's your what's your uh, number one game of choice? Warzone. Like if you were right gonna now. die tomorrow and you had to play this game all night, and I had to play the game all night, I'm picking Call of Duty Warzone. Dude, and I'm playing Warzone remember, one, not Warzone uh, two or three. When was the last time you played zombies? Last time I played zombies was October around Halloween time. We were streaming zombies on TikTok for a little while. So I could play Kino Dutoten yeah, like, on there. That was the probably boys. the last game I played as far as video games. Like This was maybe eight years ago. And that game used to scare me shitless. <laughs> like, I'd be running around, me and my buddy playing. Like We go in circles, so they all fall. Yeah. And then we I still get scared playing zombies. I hate zombies. Bro, that's the most scariest thing ever. <laughs> hey but it, but anyways bro let's get a little serious here talk to me share with us your journey of sports man what has your journey been because like you are the son of a olympian you are the son of one okay. of the fastest guys you know Very that true. has run this planet tell that us a little true. bit about your dad and then go on from there bro Gotcha. So my dad is Dennis Mitchell. He's a three-time Olympian, two-time world champion, and a former world record holder. He was one of the fastest sprinters on the planet. He had the greatest start of all time. People to this day that run track are trying to imitate my dad's start out of the blocks. He is that guy. He is now also Nike USATF coach of the year. He, uh, his number one sprinter right now is Shakari Richardson. Everybody knows Shakari as uh, being one of the most fun sprinters on the planet right now. Very, um, very energetic, very, very outgoing. Um, he has coached her since she has gotten out of college, and they've bonded very well and have achieved some amazing accolades this year. Um, but that is that is my father. I am Malachi Mitchell, firstborn son of Dennis Mitchell, and I never ran track. Um, everybody always asked me why I did not run track and it was not my choice. It was my dad's choice. My dad was the one who put me in T-ball. Um, I pretty sure his mind was baseball is where all the money is at. So he's like, I want my son to be, you know, a great baseball player. So he shoved me in T-ball. I played T-ball for, <clears throat> I think it was like two years and it just wasn't fun. So I stopped playing T-ball. Uh, I started doing gymnastics. I did gymnastics for about five years, and that is where you find all of my pictures of me doing a back layout, 
in the catch me mid layout and everybody's jumping. So I get that back flipping from my gymnastics background. And then I immediately backed up and started playing baseball again, jumped straight into kid pitch. And the only experience I had was T-ball. Played shortstop all the way through elementary school, middle school, high school. Uh, got uh, signed to go uh, play at FAMU D1, if you guys know about the HBCU. Um, number one HBCU in the nation, shout out FAMU. Got picked up there to play second base. They moved me to left field and I ended up playing a little bit of shortstop, second base, left field, right field, center field, all at FAM for four years. Got a championship there in 2019. I got me a nice big old ring wherever that thing is at. I think it's in one of my backpacks. And then oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to show that thing off, man. Yeah, I got to grab it. I'm going to grab it in a second. It's in It's in my gray backpack over here. Then I got um, oh, FAMU. So, so FAMU is D what again? FAMU is D1. Um, they were in the MEAC when I was there, but now they're in the SWAC with Alabama State and all those guys. Okay, so so does FAMU still have a – are they in a conference that can go to the College World Series, or is this – Yes. So our thing with FAMU is we have to win our own conference, and then we get placed – we get a bid into a regional – then we have to win the regional, super regional, college world series. Okay, okay. So, okay, but so like, you guys- FAMU is D one, and it can compete with like the ACC and all that once once like tournament ball starts. Yes, correct. So in 2019, when I got this puppy right here, we won the MEAC and we got put yeah, into sick, the Georgia Tech regional with Georgia Tech, Coastal Carolina, us, and I forget who the fourth team was. But I got to play in a regional in my college career. That was fun. Um, Where'd you guys play? We played at Georgia Tech. Okay, at the Georgia Tech. Who else was in in that one? It was Georgia Tech, Coastal Carolina, us, and then I forget. I forget the fourth team. Was that the year Coastal Carolina won it? Um, just because I, I'm hearing in. I don't. 2019, think so. right? I think yeah, twenty nineteen. If they if they won it in twenty nineteen, that was a year. They had their leadoff hitter had more home runs than our entire team. <laughs> hey, he was, he was crazy. Hey, sometimes it's it's also the bats, bro. Like it is. Dude, when I was playing college, they they just changed from that orange stealth to the first BSR BB bats, and those were still pretty juiced. Yeah, it's yeah. the first BB core bat. Yeah, but we were and in then, Georgia. And then they kind of went and then they kind of went to shit for like five years. Yep. And then they now they're back, back up. Because mm-hmm. everyone loves homers. Exactly. They're gonna have to bring out a new new certification for these bats. What what was your favorite bat? Of all time? Yeah. My favorite bat of all time, believe it or not, was the BB Core Easton S3 One Piece. It was black and yellow. That thing, if I stepped in the box with that, you weren't beating me, hundred percent. Did they have that bat on display at the uh, routine baseball factory that we went to? Yes. Uh huh. Tour as a black barrel and a yellow handle. I was a big One Piece guy. Do you still have it? No. So 
that was when my hitting career went down the drain is somebody stole my Easton S3. <laughs> and that was when I forgot how to hit. Oh, it's, to isn't it crazy bat. how one bat can change a career? Change your whole life, dude. Change your whole life. It can change your whole life. <laughs> I, that, that bat got stolen. It was, I, I promise you. I promise you. So one thing I've always had throughout my career is when I pick out a bat, it's the hottest bat on the team. It's the hottest bat ever, right? I had this Easton S3. It had a different barrel than all the S3s on the market. It was crazy, and it had dummy pop. I was weighing 120 pounds out of high school, but I was bouncing balls off the wall with this thing. That's Somebody stole it. Yeah. When I got to FAMU, there were two times we would go to, like, uh, UNF or we'd go to Jacksonville University in Jacksonville, Florida, and they have to do the test for the bats to see if they're legal for the game or whatever. It always be like midway through the year. And I'm always telling people like, I got the hottest bat on the team. I got the hottest bat on the team. Like Malachi, whatever, whatever. Every single time we went to go get those bats checked, my bat was illegal to use for those games because it was too hot. So why wouldn't you hide the bat and then just bring it out after? Because it has to have a sticker. They put oh, a like sticker they put on a it. Sticker on for that game. Yep. And so when you step in the box, they check and they're like, okay, he has a sticker and then no let him hit. fucking way. I didn't know that. Did they do that for all conferences? Like, were they no. supposed to do that? Or was it? So when I was there, when I was in the MEAC, we didn't do it. But when we went on road games like Miami, UNF, Jacksonville University, I know they did it at, at UF one year. We're like, they, they test them. I don't get it, man. I don't. I don't need. I don't need a card. If you can hit, you can hit. Yeah. So, 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 any games that was legal for you to use it, would everyone just use use your bat, or were you kind of selfish and just be like, "No, nah, man, no one can touch the hottest bat." Cause, cause oh no, I let them use that juju. Nah, I let them okay. use it. So, I I didn't really care about juju. It you know it depends. If it's the guy who's been there for forty years. It has two hits. I'm not going to let him use the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else is allowed to use the bat, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, bro, you're not rubbing off those two hits in four years on this bat. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got freshmen more hits than you. You're redshirt senior. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, bro. I get it. I get it. It ain't the bat. <laughs> so, after... So after FAMU, um, yeah, what happened after that? Gotcha. So after FAMU, when I was at FAMU, my last year, I was a off the bench guy, and like it was like seventh, eighth, ninth inning. If we'd be down two, down one, or tie ball game, they'd bring me off the bench to hit, and then run the bases, score a run, you know, right. keep you in the game or something like that. Then they'll shove me right, in the outfield. Right. 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 But like my mentality. Exactly. I'm still a threat, but for some reason, you don't want your threat to start, you know? So I personally didn't feel like I was getting used <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah, super weird. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. Ask the coach at the end of the year, do I have a starting spot? Because I, the role that they gave me, I embraced and I did it well. Do I get a starting right, position? And oh, yeah. they didn't give me <laughs> They didn't give me a 100%. Oh, my man, like, Reese, oh, yeah. Reese Hampton is leaving the building. Hey, we'll see you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shout out the Honey Badger. But, yeah, yeah I didn't want to do that anymore. He about my party animal sign. <laughs> yeah. What's up? 
I didn't want to do that anymore. So I, I wanted to be a starter. So I left and I went to Savannah State, started at shortstop there during COVID. Wait, and Savannah then, State, uh, the one that's right down the road here? Yeah, right here down the street. The one that we used to practice at for that August series? And yeah. No fucking – I did not know that. Huh? I was the shortstop there for, during COVID. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then COVID hit, of course. We only played eight games. And I took off. I went back to FAMU and finished up my degree. But that was also the year the Bananas had their first tryout. So while I was in first school, I tried out for, for the Bananas. For the Savannah Bananas. Was this in 2020? Yep. So 2020 COVID, that was the year that they had the One City World Tour? Um, No, so technically it was 2021. I believe. So COVID was 2020. Yeah. So the end of, so 2020 was COVID. And then the one city world tour. So there was no baseball during the summer. So. Yeah. They, they, I think they had baseball during the summer. I'm pretty sure they had had it, but it was like the whole six feet apart. You can only have so many people. Yeah. Cause they have videos with people with masks on. So. They played that summer, yeah. and then immediately after that, February, that was when I tried out. Was that the first breakfast bowl? No. So the first breakfast bowl was the fall after that February. It was October. So we played. So it was COVID. Um, COVID hit March of 19. Yeah. No, March of 20. No, no, no. March of 20. And then October, I went back to FAMU. Right. That was the fall semester. Spring semester okay. started that February. I was going to graduate in like in March. Uh-huh. That February, March was when the first world tour happened. When the world tour ended, okay. I graduated. Yeah. So that was 2021. All right. And so right, right after, after you that, graduated and after that first city, one city world tour, that's when you tried out? No. So that one city world tour in February, that was when I tried uh-huh. out. We played in March. Oh, so you were on the One City World Tour. Yes, I was on the One City World Tour. Okay. Yeah, and, and they then, had so these March tryouts that, right before that game. Yep, tryouts right before that game. It was like a week before the first game we had tryouts. Or and, no, two weeks. Then yeah, we but played. this was like a last-minute notice thing, right? Like. Yeah, it was like get here and be ready to go. Yeah. So then we did that. So that was it ended in March. And right, like the last game, the next week I graduated from college. And then that October was the first breakfast bowl. And then you got here right after that. Well, I got here in 2022. So I never played in that breakfast bowl. Yeah, you got here right after that. I joined the Bananas on that first city, on the seven city world tour when we had tryouts in February. And then we started in March. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had a hundred, hundred guy tried out. Forty guys were kept. Yep, I remember that. You got there. February what were you dressed up as on the trials? Uh, on that trial set, I joined. I would, I would say, I think I was a milf hunter. I had a, a I love hot moms T-shirt on, with like a oh, dad. Yeah. Buck. I have white right, shorts on. Right. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember my my first like encounter 
of you uh, was when we were doing outfield drills, and I think one of them you tried to do the backflip. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was, yeah, I was trying like, oh, for the yeah, longest for about, my game. <laughs> for about a year. I was trying to do that backflip catch, but I started doing it by catching it and then backflipping. Okay. DR just had so, like, you're to- the, so like playing with you and seeing you, like you're the guy that does all the backflips and like does the cartwheels. When did you start to learn, learn all of that? Dude, that was when I was, I had to be like nine. I did gymnastics. So my brother and my sister were competitive gymnasts. And because like, obviously being the middle child, I couldn't sit here and stay at home. I would just have to go to gymnastics practice with them. And so my mom signed no me way. up for gymnastics. Yep. So I and did so gymnastics. She's like, since, since you have to go and watch them gymnastics, like you, you might as well just you do might it as well. Exactly. And then some funny thing, my dad, when he moved out and went to Orlando, his first year in Orlando coaching track, he was also a gymnast coach right up the hill. So when I'd go to my dad's house, I'd also go to my dad's gymnastics classes and learn there. Dude, you and your dad are just like born athletes. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like, if you guys want to like, look up videos any- of my my, I wasn't even the fastest one in the family. My brother and my sister were. So did they compete? My, yeah, they ran. They competed in track. My brother uh, was the number one in the nation for his age group, and my sister was number two in the nation for an age group above hers. And so they were fashion. Did they compete professionally? No, they did not. So my brother. Like, uh, were they on Team uh, USA or anything? No, they were on a um, uh, like in track. When you're younger, you don't really get put on like a Team USA or anything like that. Right, right because because you got to qualify for that. Yeah, so once you qualify, they don't put you on a team. It's just more of like, like so when you're older and you qualify for the Olympics, they put you on Team USA. Right. In, uh, when you're younger, when you qualify for the Junior Olympics, they don't put you on Junior USA. They just say, you've made it, just show up. So my brother, they all went out to like Texas or something to go run in Junior Olympics. My sister, I think she placed second, and then my brother was number one out there. But my sister ended up getting hurt with terrible shin splints, and then my brother's grades just weren't too hot, so he stopped running track. But they were the fastest, yeah. fastest people in the nation for a while. And then what happened to the gymnastic side side of things? Like you said, your sister started getting hurt, so her her health kind of yeah, went they, downhill. But like the what gymnastics like part with them, they just kind of started migrating out of it. It was just, you know, they weren't using what they were born with. You know, they were having fun, but like they were also super duper fast. So they're like, oh, let's just run track. Yeah. Now, is there any point in your FAMU career? Where you or your dad was like, fuck, maybe we should have ran track. <laughs> like there was there was one time my freshman year. My freshman year, we had a scout day, and freshmen were not allowed to go to scout day. But I told them I wanted to go because I finally figured out how to work out in the gym, finally figured out how to eat. Like I felt good. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me just run the 60. 
in league because I also had broke my finger, so I couldn't take ground balls or throw or nothing. I said, right. just let me see. Let me see what I got, right? I go out there. I run a 60. I ran a 6-2-2, and I just left. I ran a 6-2-2, and as I'm jogging off the field, my uh, our pitching coach, Brian Henry, he's like, I was like, what I run? He was like, 6-2-2. I said, all right, I'm going to English class. <laughs> and I took <laughs> off. I got right, I gotta I go. jogging in class. Because, <laughs> like, that's the greatest thing you can do is do something crazy and just take off. Yeah. And just and like, like who is drop. that kid? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a mic drop. So I took off, right? Literally the next week I got called into the office and they had sat me down with the track coach. They're like, please come run indoors for us. Blah, blah, blah. I called my dad. My dad was like, ah, you might not want to do it. You got to practice too much. Then you'll get separated from the baseball field. You won't get to play baseball. So we weighed our options. He's like, what do you want to do? Do you want to track or play baseball? I was like, I want to play baseball. Man, I th- growing up, you know, like in high school, like we're always playing like multiple sports, right? Yeah. I I wish that was more supported when you get to college. Like go go if yeah. you can play two sports, go and do it. Yeah. You know, just have your coaches understand like, hey, when it's this season, it's this season. Once it's that, then I can focus on like this other sport. Exactly. But the problem but the coaches that, that just it was in like say no. Yeah, which is stupid. It's like we're playing baseball in the fall for what? There's no championship. Yeah. So why can't I go run indoor track? Go go run indoor track, get your speed going, your agility, and then yeah. you know, if you have downtime, then go meet the team or on your own, go get in the cages or find a teammate to go get your work in. Yeah, because you have two months, three months in the spring to get ready for spring ball. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll try, uh, yeah. Track so you, have, you got January and February, half of March. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Doesn't college actually start in February? Let's see. I just all I gotta do is pull up, um, pull up some Snapchat. I think memory. college ball starts middle of February, ends of March, April, ends around yeah. the end of April. Yeah. Maybe May. Let's see. But we start still. Still, like yeah, still, still you got a you month. You can do to two this. sports. Yeah. Like the last you person can do two I knew that did two sports in college was this guy named Nate Jackson. He was a mm-hmm. safety for the University of Hawaii. Uh, and then he was also the center fielder for the baseball team like he would go play football yeah. when it's football season once football season ended he maybe took a month off because they're usually in a bowl game right around christmas time then he'd yeah. show up to baseball like the middle of january yeah we started playing at FAMU my last year we our first game was february 16th yeah so i mean if i think as long as sports don't aren't in the same season yeah, aren't overlapping, then like it should be fine. Yeah. It's like it's your career. I don't know why coaches put this ultimatum or this whole thing where if if you go do this, you can't play for me anymore. Or yeah. it's like why? Or I'm helping or they just tell you no. Makes no sense. I mean the only other like excuse would be they don't want to ruin a scholarship. So, like, let's say you're playing baseball on track, but baseball gives gives you the scholarship. 
But mm -hmm. let's say you get hurt doing track, then obviously baseball is going to be like, well, we just ruined the fucking scholarship on, on yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's the, only, the only side I can agree on is like the, it's, it's the risk of getting hurt. So, yep. I mean, I get it, but, but still, man, like live your life, drink some high seat from Wendy's and go run and play ball. Thank you. Look at Ocho Cinco. He ate a McDouble every day. That's what I'm talking about. Look at, uh, drawing a damn blank. Um, the running back for the Seahawks, what's his damn name? Marshawn Lynch. Uh, yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Right, come on. Mother, motherfucker, <laughs> Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> That's some of the greatest athletes some the, ever. Some of the top tier athletes are eating some of the crappiest foods, but yet it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. You, you want to sit here and tell me, y'all, oh, don't do this. Might get hurt. Well, Ocho Cinco ate double cheeseburgers every day. He never got hurt. Yeah. And it's like, you do you, you keep going until, hopefully not, but until, like, you learn a lesson. Yeah. You know, but you do you. Stop telling people what to do, people. Yeah. Let the kid have fun. Let the kid be a kid. Bags. It ain't, it ain't as serious as they try to make it, you know? So when did you name, or when did you get the name Flash the Kid? Because, because so, that's your character in Banana Land. Yeah. Right? So, um, that is a story I, I can't really tell. Like, it's more of like if you know, you know. Like all the boys know Flash the Kid and who Flash the Kid is, but um, I created this persona when I was in college of Flash the Kid, and it was based off of. D Gordon being the flash and then the wide receiver I forget his name his name was last name was Gordon too but he, he was the flash but all my times in all sprints were faster than theirs so I wanted to be the real flash so um yeah. it was around yeah. the same time as like Rich the Kid and all those rappers and stuff like that right right so right. instead of being Kid Flash which was the black um comic flash I made myself flash yeah. the yeah. kid so I wouldn't get any um, any copyright or anything like that. And if it turned right, out, right, right. I right. could keep it. Yeah. So then I created Flash the Kid, made a TikTok in 2020 that blew up, and my username was Flash the Kid. So I've always been Flash the Kid since TikTok, basically. But if you know, you know why I've been Flash the Kid. Yeah. You're an OG Flash the Kid of TikTok. Exactly. I am the OG. I'm the first and the last. That's that's right. No one wanted to be Flash the Kid. And it just wouldn't make sense that Flash the Kid the second. You, know, I mean, yeah. like, like, you want to make just, a Flash the Kid the second? Go ahead. Doesn't hit the same. You still ain't going to be faster than me, boy. <laughs> still ain't be me. <laughs> Like I tell him, if you don't have a Hellcat, don't even try to race me. Yeah. If that flash the kid the second, don't got a Hellcat. Uh-uh. Ain't got a chance. So what's your goal this year for stolen bases? My goal for stolen bases this year is still 100 bags, 100 runs scored. I need it. I need it, I need it, I need it. 
And, and all right, so the only right. way, I mean, so knowing your character, you don't really play, right? Like, you're just the guy that goes right. and runs for everybody. Exactly. So we need you to be on base more than 100 times because you're not always guaranteed to score. Yep. But every time you are on base, we need you to at least swipe one bag. Swipe one bag. So for 88 games, I have to run bases at least twice a game and still steal. Well, yeah. You need to average 1.3 bags a game. Yeah. If I could do that, then that's 100 you, bags. How you steal a third a bag, but, but there's <laughs> that's why you just aim for two. Aim for two a, aim for two a game, and at the end of the year, you have 160. <laughs> Bro, so there's 88 games in, in this uh, in this tour. I think so. 24. I think it's 88. Okay, so so it's it's the same amount then. Yeah, it's either, it's either it's the same, same amount, amount of cities at 33. No clue. No yeah, clue. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like if I, I look know. at the schedule, I'll get a little overwhelmed. So I've been avoiding yeah, looking well, at it. Well, I need you to look at the schedule when it counts and like when I ask, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, I, look, I look at it then. Like it's in my brain. It's in my brain. I know. So like when I get there, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, 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 I gotta do this. And then I'll holler at you. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. Other than that, Flash is really the day to day. He's just like, okay, just tell me where I gotta be tomorrow. And that's it. Yep. I'm big plastic bag guy. I wake up and just let the wind take me. <laughs> Dude, I'm I've been living the same way, my man. Just day to day, let it flow. Whatever I'm not mad at you. Do what makes you happy that day, man. Whatever God's got in store, my man, like, just, just got to go. Just got to go. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. So what was your bet? What was uh, from this past year? What was your most favorite thing about the tour? Ooh, my most favorite thing was, about the tour. Was, Look, believe yeah. it or not, dog, the California trip. On the bus for nine days, yeah, you can sit here and say, oh, it sucked, it was grimy, blah, 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 this and that, man, 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 man. So, hey, you know room. what you signed up for? That crap was yeah. fun, bro. Exactly. You know what you, you signed know, up no for? You saw it on the schedule. There's no complaining. That was fun. Look, when it was over and the season was over, I looked back and I said, dang, you know what? I want to do another nine days on the bus with somebody, you know? Right. Right. That was fun. I think I think the bus trips and being with the bros and actually like bonding for real on road trips is probably the best time that a baseball player yeah. can have. That's what I'm saying. Like, even though like the first day we got to California, Ziggy took a crap on the bus and Al did not dump it out for the entire trip. <laughs> and, but I just vividly <laughs> remember <laughs> I vividly tell, remember tell people, like, like, like number one rule of a bus trip. What is the number one <laughs> number rule, one rule of, of the bus trip, trip is do not poop on the bus. But Ziggy Thank took you. the fattest doo-doo on that bus, right? He must have I had to go, go 
He had and, to. And and Al must have just said, shut up and sit down. Like he didn't want yes, to. Like, no you you, you gonna take a shit on my bus? I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> left it there for the whole trip right the funniest thing i still remember man is joe lytle and michael deep just complaining about how terrible it smelled but they were saying some well, of the yeah. funniest yeah. stuff dog funniest stuff <laughs> was any of that vlog their vlog did anyone get that on a vlog what what was happening no on that trip? i don't know why I would expect Tanner and Dalton to have that all over a vlog. Yeah, Tanner and Dalton had that something. I mean, I so nothing, man. Cameras were not on. What what happened on the on the on the uh, Sacramento one? Because I I heard there was a blackout. Yeah, so basically, you're just using too much power. From my There's knowledge, no I think, dude, dude, that place was jumping. That was the loudest game we had ever played, bro. Big old scoreboard. And that was only for what, like three innings? innings? That three innings, three innings. It was crazy, and we just blew. We blew out the whole block. Blew out the whole block. So all the power went out. Did you guys wait like thirty minutes to see if it could go back on, and then yeah, so just like we waited. We waited, and the only thing we had that was working were speakers. So we waited. And, then, and so um, Sharks probably blasting DJ. Yeah, hey, Sharks blasting music, right? Going crazy. At one point, we didn't have speakers. The band was going. And then the lights came back on. Everything came back on. Scoreboard, everything came on for another half inning. Pew! Shut down. And so we only had speakers. And then Maceo did a full michael jackson routine from home all the way around the bases back to home and up into the stands and that was right before the lights went out no so the lights were out at that point all lights were oh, out it was, was dark like i don't know what yeah he's doing michael jackson all the way like you know how we do out that's the flash imagine out that's the flash with maceo doing michael jackson <laughs> in, it was in the dark in the dark, in the dark. The only thing we had were speakers and uh, in scoreboard, I think. I think they were able to put like Maceo's silhouette on the scoreboard and let Michael Jackson play over the speakers. Maceo's in the, all the way around the bases, like Michael Jackson. <laughs> but it was it was crazy. It was it was a show, bro. I was like, if they didn't get to get much oh, baseball. Man. This is phenomenal. Well, that's 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 what you guys are for. You guys are for entertainment, yeah. and if baseball show stops, there's always the entertainment side. There's always entertainment, you know. You know, there's always something to watch when you're in Banana Land. Never, yeah. you never turn your head for one second. Like you can't. No, you'll miss something. You'll miss something. Just like how many, the first. How many times? How many times uh, last year did you lose dash out dash the flash? Three times, but oh, one was to Yvonne, Yvonne, our cameraman, that uh, I don't consider counts because he skipped two bases. The other time I lost, skipped two bases. Was, exactly, he never touched them. He cut them inside, like he oh, ran like, towards. The, like he was scared, okay, so he was like, okay. "Oh, I'm not going to round the whole base," so he cut them all off. Okay, and then the so second time I was. 
Yep, don't count that one. All right, that's then, out, so uh, only two. Then we got Las Vegas. I don't count that one because I was trying to film a TikTok, and um, it was like this apex predator thing, trying to do this video game thing, and I start off jogging like super, super slow instead of coming out 100% out the gate. I was just like, like messing you normally around. Do, right? Because because the rule is they they get a touch first base. Yep, and then I I take off. They get a they get a Dude, ninety that's, foot. That's lead. still tough to give them ninety feet. Exactly. So I have to run full speed in order to win. Yeah, and I so mean, I did and, it. And you're running and you're running about a thirteen second three hundred sixty foot. Yeah. Um, you know. So if I if I give them an extra second, I lose. You know. Yeah, because your so average person I gave that guy an extra second. I lost. I don't count that one. Yeah, and then the other one I lost. The guy skipped third base, but I'll I'll tell him he beat Is me. Is there video evidence of the guy skipping third base? No, <laughs> but you you can very easily see like he steps over third base, and then I'm like, "Why are you doing that?" So I'm like, "I'm gonna cut inside." I start cutting inside and almost yank my hammy off the bone, so I stop running. Bro, I mean, yeah, and and you've and and you've done the hammy like that hammy's got to be pretty tender from from the time exactly. you you strained it when we played the uh, Kansas City Monarchs on the first challenger mm-hmm. series after the Second yeah. City tour. I take care of that thing now. Oh man, you have to, bro. Like, what's has your dad ever? critiqued you on your running form ever since you've kind of been having some hamstring issues like he's like dude look you're running this way when you should be running this way he has not it used to be um like my feet placement they would never be like straightforward like this sometimes i'd run like this but then he started to realize yeah he started to realize like i have cleats sometimes we're on grass sometimes we're on clay and sometimes running with your feet straight up you just don't get enough traction. So you end up doing this when clay sucks so that you can actually get traction so and run. So your clay. legs compensate on how to run on, yes. on different exactly. surfaces. So when, when we're on a great like MLB level field, I end up running like this, like perfectly fine. But then we right. play on Grayson after it's rained, and then I start running. <laughs> you know, right, like because you're like, I got to figure out. Where As can you're I looking at the grid, like, okay, I can't like this yeah. like, split split second thinking and and like doing. Like, you see one spot, like, oh, I can't get there. So you split exactly you the foot this way. Especially when you start cutting the bases and stuff like that, like you're stealing and yeah. somebody hits it and yeah. cut second, you can't run straight up. Like yeah, you got to be able to maneuver a little bit and hang yeah, on to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. Has, they think have, have you been training with your dad for this past off season leading into this I year? Not. I've been. Because I I've know all of last off season, I was following your like social media and almost every day was a new post with you training with your dad or at a facility somewhere back at home. Right? Yeah. So this year I didn't get to because I was, I was here in Savannah. So I did a bunch of like weight training. We had now have a guy, Justin Hewitt, I think is his last name. He has a facility here that does, he does training and stuff like that. He's now training us. 
That's where we were doing our physicals today. So he helps us with some sprint work and stuff over there. So I've been with him for the past month and a half now. Okay, so you've been actually staying in, in Savannah to like work and do content. Yeah, and, so originally and I was supposed to go back home. Yeah, I was supposed to go back home, but then um, my girlfriend wanted to move up here, get a job and stuff. She got a job in October. So that ended up not allowing me to go back home. I stayed up here and split rent with her. Okay, so you and your girl got you your own place here. Yeah, this is my game room, and the other room is where we sleep. Oh, so that's so that's technically a bedroom. You guys have a two. Yeah. A two-bed place. And we have a two-bedroom. Into Flash the Kid man cave. Yep. Once I put up my beer poster, it'll be all right. But because I mean, that's dope. I mean, all all I have is a party camera sign that you. Oh, there you go. Now you can see the lights off. But yeah, but I like that. All you need is another background light. So I also got these studio lights. I just, I just need. Yeah, see, like, you're just getting all the cool tech stuff. I, I need a. Yeah, but these are thirty bucks for Walmart. Probably 2568 on Amazon. Yeah. And then also, look, you get one of these right here. And let's, see, let's see if we can get into it. Start a little party. Hey, yo. Turn on some hard music and you're good. Hey, what is your walk up song this year? Like, don't you get a walk? Or I guess you don't really get a walk up song, but you get a My run up song. song. <laughs> little Einsteins, as always. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like the butterfly, thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's been my song for four years. I can't change it now because then people are gonna be like, "Who's that guy?" Well, yeah. So you've associated your character with that song, and Jesse's yep. big thing is we want people to know exactly who you are every time they come in and know what song or what whatever goes with that player. Yep. When it clicks up and you start hearing it, you know that guy's on the field. Yeah, it's like, oh, showtime. Yeah, here we go. He's about to start running. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them little legs hey, go. What, um, um, what big league stadium are you looking forward to most this year? Because you guys are playing in six. The Phillies. Why Why Phillies, not Astros, not Nationals? Or it's not Miami. Um, well, actually, yeah, I'll actually say Miami. I'll, change. I'll say Miami. Yeah, okay. Okay, but you guys end the season in Miami, playing a game at the Marlins, but then you guys go on, yeah. the, on the cruise, right? right? Yeah, we go on the cruise immediately after. So I'm not going to count that one only because the cruise is after. So I'll say Red Sox Stadium. Oh, that's right. You guys are – I mean, everyone's got to be looking for I mean, that's That's yeah. Jesse's, like – that's his like baby. If, if 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 man, if he could live there, he would live there. Yeah. Honestly. Like after the game, if Jesse hey, rolled over and died, he'd be a happy man. What about this? I just thought of this. If someone offered Jesse the chance to own the Red Sox, would he leave the bananas and go own the Red Sox? Like that was the term. No shot. No shot. There's no you way. I think so. His like I don't think childhood so. Childhood team, team 
And the terms were you get to own the Red Sox, but you got to leave the bananas. So here's the thing. I say no because if, like, let's say, like, the bananas are his baby, and he loves the Red Sox as well. Right. right. That's his childhood team. But if he goes and owns the Red Sox, how involved would he be? They would tell him to shut up and sit down and just own the team, you know? But Jesse, well, let's, I think let's he, try to leave he, politics out of it. Let's, yeah, no, no. Let's so, move. no politics, right? No politics. Jesse is a hardworking dude. He doesn't want to sit back and watch somebody else run his team. Jesse well, loves right. being no, but, a part of well, the hard work. Well, I think. Right. I mean, I'm, I mean, like, there's still got to be a, yeah. like a divide, like a boundary of like, Jesse, you can own the team. You can have a little say on the players that we bring in. But as far as baseball operations go, that's our baseball operations guy. Other exactly. than that, you can put you can put the input on promos and all that stuff because that's what you're good at. But as far as the player side, like you're gonna let the baseball operators and coaches, you know, run all of that. It also, it also might be too slow for them. <laughs> Might be too slow. <laughs> That's true. Because Jesse, Jesse loves that baby race. Yeah. It's, Jesse created a wild pool he's riding right in, now. Came in. He's, he's created the biggest wild factor in all of sports. All I'll say. 100%. And you think he'll go? Like, in, like if the, the Red Sox offered him to own the team, he's going to be like, that's going to be so boring. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jesse doesn't want boring. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Jesse loves doing that yeah. little baby race. Yeah. He loves doing, hey, baby. You know, you take all that away from him, I think he'll he, be miserable. No he, way. I'll be miserable. He loves, he loves He loves wearing his yellow tux. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he's got more than 30 now. 30 now. You tell me they gonna let him wear a red one? No way. <laughs> I, I think he looked pretty good in the red one. Oh, I think he looked great, but I don't think they'll let him wear it. <laughs> Jesse loves to work hard, and I think taking away him showing up to the field and doing something, you know, right. that's just, if right. you take that's, that away, that's his thing. Have him that's own the Red Sox. He, I think he'd be miserable. Yeah. yeah. No, his his thing, his his dream is banana ball. So yeah, he is he is through and through gonna bleed yellow, yellow all day every day. I'm, what um have you guys uh, gotten any uh, swag this year from you? No, we haven't gotten any swag yet. yet. No, so we're technically like technically nothing, we haven't started. Nothing. We're just doing intro stuff, like just. You remember last year we did our physicals? We're just going through all that again. Monday will probably I know, but no, but I know, but you guys start start in February. February. Yeah. Like, did you guys have a custom glove day like we did last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that. So last year in Milwaukee, we did that. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, dude, if you guys aren't gonna like come come in January and have stuff sitting in your lockers ready for you, then that would yeah. just kind of suck. 
Yeah, so I think I think it'll be like last year where like the guys who got signed will have like a generic glove and then design one. Right. It's the same. Right. It's the same way that they did it. Like guys that they that were already kind of known who was coming back. You guys did all that. Yeah. And then the guys that just got signed are gonna have like the generic party animal style glove or the generic banana ball. Yeah. But think uh i think they did it to where like after they got signed they probably had like a zoom call or something so they probably could design. yeah just so they could get something eventually yeah you know i think so and then is the uh is louisville taking care of you guys again yeah and it's gonna be they're, they're doing it a little bit more custom now we're like <clears throat> Like Reese wanted his right Reese because we met that. with the with the new guy that took over the account right, and he was a lot more yeah. gracious and understanding with what you know we we what wanted to do. Yeah, and now they brought in a new designer for the paint on there, so I think Reese is getting lightning bolts on his bat and stuff like that for like Reese lightning. So right. We right. Stuff, and if they can do it, they can do it. If so they can. So, so now everyone can actually get a customized bat in bat. instead of last year where they came to us with like only three different styles yeah you could either pick this this or that yeah now it's right? like hey and then we got an airbrush person let's airbrush it for you right and then everyone just said well i'm just going to use my own bat like yeah like what was the point of having people tell us that we were going to get these awesome custom bats however we wanted and they're giving us a link Yep. So that it's really, really so it's really nice to see the change and yep. how they're you know gonna gonna take care of you guys. Yeah, they're doing they're they're doing a great job. They're doing and hopefully job. everyone gets Wilson more than that. Yeah, I think so. I think hopefully technically hopefully I only got like one. Get two, get you only get one. I so I only so technically I only got one. So last year I got two, right? But Dalton Malden snapped two of his and asked me if he could use mine because mine was hot, and then he broke mine. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Daytona, and I had an amazing round, and he was like, oh, let me use that bat. That, that looks hot. Used it. He's like, all right, I'm going to use it in the game. Broke it. Bro. Oh, one. Hottest bat on the team. Broke. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully this year the supplies are limitless and all the swag and Evo Shield equipment and – Oh, guards, yeah. elbow guards, man. You guys are gonna be decked out. I'm looking forward to like the uniforms you guys are gonna get too. Yeah, they got they got some sick colors coming. I haven't really seen all of them, but they 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 said they designed some super. super I mean, amazing. but honestly though, party animals stuff is still better than the bananas. Those those all pinks are they're not beating nothing. I love some party animal colors. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, it's it's hard to beat that color combination and the designs that they come out with. There's like it's evil like, look, man, I wear black all day every day. <laughs> Dude, you should is is your jersey just gonna have a lightning bolt as as your number? Because like you are number one, right? Oh no, no Bill so is technically I was number two. Okay, so, like, so what is your number now? Number or is it just a flash sign? Just a lightning. I don't know. They changed it to something now. But so like now they have like a list of like everybody's names and it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think they put right. me at like right. 15 or something, but instead of it saying 15, it's a lightning bolt. 
I think nope. you should just be a lightning bolt. Yeah. And you should just put flash it. the kid on your back, right? Yeah, that's what they got. But they still try to find a way to, like, put it on, like, a roster. Like, what number is well, he? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I mean, I I don't know why they couldn't just, like, they on the roster just put a lightning bolt. And it's like, okay, that's the guy's Yeah, they, I think they did that. I didn't look too hard. But I know when they announced the teams on YouTube, I mean, on Instagram, uh-huh. it was a lightning bolt. I don't know what the actual well, roster you guys. You guys start on Monday, right? Like yep. Official they, day they of everyone coming in is Monday. Yep. Monday the fifteenth, and there's a bunch of new guys. So, like, what are you looking forward to in this first week of 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 everyone coming together, and you know, probably going to go through all those intro meetings and yep. getting to know the guys and some practices. Like, what what are you looking forward to? Man? I'm looking forward to. I want, I want to see what the new guys, you know, bring to the table. Right. You know, right. like I obviously know they can play ball, but yeah. I want to see yeah. what, what cool stuff or what like little niche do they bring to the game to where it's like, Oh, we didn't have that. The fans are going to love that. I can't wait to see like, you know, something cool or goofy like that, that they bring, you know? Right, I just meeting, meeting the new guys and seeing something different that no one has seen before that they can bring to the show. Facts. Right? Because everyone wants to see something that hasn't been done. That hasn't been done. Because everyone is going to see a backflip catch again. You know, everyone's yeah. going to see, like, between the legs stuff. But yeah. what can we do, in Jesse's words, to plus it? Yeah. What are you bringing to plus it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's that's awesome, that's and, there's least, and there's at least twelve new guys. That's a lot. I think so. Yeah. So you and some of these, you and some of these older guys really gotta lead the charge on like helping them out and leading them. Man. Yeah. This is the first year, like I've met the new guys, and I feel like I actually need to teach them something. Where it's like, oh, you know, like I'm the old head here. Because, like, when you came, like, even though, like, what was it? Like, when you came and it was, like, Reese and Skull and all of them, like, guys were still focused on, like, the baseball. And so I was trying to learn from you guys how to play baseball, not banana ball, you know? And then last year, Viro and Gillum took over the whole teaching the banana ball stuff. So we didn't even have to teach anybody anything for real. It was more of like, hey, yeah. what trick do you have in mind, you know? But now I feel like right, I'm right. too Because at Seven City Tour, like we had Burns and Kowalski. Burns was still major into teaching guys baseball, but then he got into yeah. figuring ways out of like banana uh, ball four techniques. Yeah. Uh, or, or sprint, I'm sorry. Ball four sprint, you know, like defense in different ways. So I think Burnsy kind of started that whole education on – Figuring out what banana ball actually is, yes. and then come the new tour, come the thirty-three city tour, coming into the off season, like right before, that was when like I think everyone started getting dialed in with more trick plays, more yes. ball four sprint defense, correct, more strategy on how to score runs. Yeah, and that's and that's really what made it exciting, and they made it so competitive. Like it wasn't. 
always just the bananas winning like it was in the Seven City yeah. Tour or the full-on banana sweep in the August series. You yep. know, like, now everybody has a way to like, if we execute, we're going to win this game. You yeah. know, people, guys have bought in into what banana ball really is. And yeah. I think one thing guys really want to be better at is putting a ball in play rather than fouling things off. Because fans are getting yes. really good at catching that. They're getting good ball. now. There's, a, I know there's a guy out there practicing right now catching foul balls. <laughs> there's a dude, <laughs> it, and he's ready to go. Probably a family of ten. Probably a family <laughs> of ten. He's like, all right, everyone huddle together. <laughs> Jimmy, you go throw the ball up in up in the air, and everyone go for the ball. Yeah, they're probably going to every college fall baseball game trying to catch foul balls. Like they're getting their work in right now. So when they come to the game, they're getting out. There's somebody out there, dude. Dude, if they're getting their work in, that means you guys better be working twice as hard. <laughs> to play by those banana ball rules, man. You like, whoo, boy, man, stepping out of the box. I mean, it might be easy for some of the older guys coming back, but those new guys, new guys is going to be a rough breaking, one. Breaking habits, it usually takes 90 days to break a habit. So, yeah. If, if February, March, and April go by like that, they, I mean, three months of not being able to break a habit is going to cost some games. You bet in 200. You bet in 200. You bet in 200 with, uh, with a new stat of striking out because you stepped out of the box too many times. Because <laughs> uh, all it takes is that, uh, that, that terrible swing and a miss on Kyle's little slider. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're sitting there like looking like you're looking at the plate like swinging the bat like dang I missed it and he blows a fastball right by you. Yeah. That's just yep. ruin your whole day. That ruined your whole day. Oh. <laughs> Banana ball pitching will fuck up your mind for sure as a <laughs> You got to be like, locked in, better, man. You better be locked in or I mean just find a way to put the ball in put because one, as a hitter, I hated getting celebrated on, even by <laughs> if I struck out. I hated yeah. I never showed my emotions of it, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, fuck this. Look, man, if I struck out looking and Vince started dancing, I would do the, the other number one baseball unwritten rule is sprint to the dugout. I would not want to see that. <laughs> I'm like, I'd I'm strike out and sprint to the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well I'm I'm looking forward, dude, to seeing you with the bananas and party animals this year. Um Thank I you, don't man. know yet what's in store for me, but I am definitely looking forward to the, the 2024 tour. You guys got some big things ahead. Jesse Thank and you. his crew has some who knows what's up there sleeves for this year, but I'm excited for you guys. You guys will always always be my brothers and my fam and you know, I miss I miss all of it and playing playing with you guys. And, and I want you to leave uh, this show, leaving one word of, of advice to all the kids out there that look up to all the banana ball players and like look up to you guys and are so excited to come and watch you guys play. What's a what's a thing? What's a what's some wisdom you could give a kid that's either looking to continue to play ball or doesn't play ball or wants to be a banana ball player. Gotcha. So the one piece of advice I would leave to the kids 
if every kid on the planet was watching this podcast, I would tell them all it takes is a big heart and have fun. If you play with your heart and you play with fun, you can do whatever you want in the world. You could be a banana ball player. You could be a major league baseball player. You can be the best finance guy, the best business guy, the best whatever you want to be in the world, as long as you do it with your entire heart and you enjoy what you do. I love that, man. It's all about having fun. Heck yeah. If you're not having fun, why are you, you doing only, it? You only die once, so why not live every day, right? Exactly. You only die once. Hey, my man, tell, tell everyone where uh, we can follow you on, on your socials and whatnot. Gotcha. You guys can hit me on everything besides Twitter at Flash the Kid. T H A F L A S H T H A K I D. You look up Flash the Kid, you'll find me. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm not active on Twitter really, but I will start being active. You can find me at Oppo Taco 11. There you go. There you have it. The IG, the TikTok is blowing up on Flash the Kid, everything. This guy is yeah. a content creator. Um, dude, I hope you're still taking out the uh, the uh, the pod, the tripod with the phone out in the outfield. Oh, yeah. Going. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to those lives I can jump on. Heck, yeah. Come um, say what's up. Hang out with the Flash mob. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. But I, don't, I don't have my cup in here. It's gone. But yeah, if, if you guys want to start hanging out with the Flash Mob, you guys can click in on my lives on TikTok and stuff like that. Come join the Flash Mob. Yeah. Well, dude, dude, from the Real Smoothie King on the No Filter Network. Thank you, Eric Burn. Shout out, Burnsy. Thank you, Flash the Kid, Malachi Mitchell, man. It was a pleasure. God bless. Yes, sir. See you, everyone. Deuce.